This week 14 NFL Picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help DJs only cash big. Use promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. What's well, about to buy Thrive Fantasy? Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks from cappers and bettors, including the crew from SGPN. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all their free videos at better than dot Vegas. That's better than dot Vegas. We're also about to buy Ace per head. Ace is the leader in paypred providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at acepred.com slash SGP. That's acepred.com slash SGP. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circle Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with our partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. It's happening. Kramer dog. Ooh, week 14 fantasy football playoffs. Sean, mm. uh, the real playoffs right around the corner. It feels like playoffs. only yesterday with college basketball back. I have been reminiscing Sean mm. and it feels like only yesterday we started on our sim journey. Yes. Recreating college basketball's March madness after it was taken from us. Yep. We started the, we started the bites bracket. Of course, the bracket we created of the sound drops facing off each other. That was pre COVID shutdown. We were, we were ahead of time. The times we decided it was, it was fun to do. And then DJ madness came out of nowhere taught the world how to love uh, gambling on simulated college basketball. I can't, we should just start dropping highlights from those games (laughs) as if they happened in, in real games being played right now. I mean, who knows if coach K gets his way, you see what this weasel dick (laughs) is doing. God damn. It's like, dude, you suck one year. Like you're not that good this year. And you're now you want to fucking shut it down. You pussy. I mean, look, I, I get it, but coach K pussy. Private school, of course. He does have some random medical conditions that have been known to flare up, timed uh, conveniently around Look. Duke not playing well. Mm-hmm. But of course, college basketball—it's back in fashion. Colby and the guys over at the College Experience are just, you know, dominating, putting out uh, single-game previews and, of course, daily college basketball picks over at SportsGamblingPodcast.com. But we're talking NFL, the National Football League, Ryan. And even though some said, many said, tough week out there, be careful. I hit my lock. I hit my dog. You hit your dog. We have the same dog, the Cleveland Browns, cash in plus 200, 225. You hit your T's, Ryan. 
We got back into the green in the circuit contest, going three and two against the spread. And let's check in with the free roll football contest. Congratulations. He's been on a uh, heater. Gambling engineer. Unbelievable. 14 and one. He reached out after the Monday night game saying I've, I've mathematically clinched it. And his last pick Ryan, the Dallas Cowboys. So he could have had a perfect week. If he only listened to our advice of always fading the Cowboys, but 14 and one, congratulations, gambling engineer, hell of a week. Hopefully you stacked a ton of cash. Ryan, let's take a look I, at the season long leaderboard. I don't know if we've ever seen a perfect week. Have we? I, I can't remember ever seeing one in all the contests we've done. So all he had to do is not take the Cowboys and history could have been his. unbelievable season long standings. Let's take a look at the top five, Sean at 105 correct picks, Matt steam tied for third Mikey CP six, two, two, and one from Walgreens with a hundred of a bitch with 107. Correct. In second place, gambling engineer who, as you said before the heater. show, on a heater, and in first place, holding him off, must be doing well in his own right. Wolverines, 2019, probably uh, not stoked about Wolverines 2020. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, who was the bigger pussy? And uh, by the way, nailed my college COVID pick already. Oh, I, I think I was also on it. We're already we're out to a two and zero start in in locking up the COVID games. I'm really disappointed in the Sun Belt as well. John Harbaugh and and maybe this is just Jay Glazer pumping him up, but supposedly no, where's he they're going? talking about extending him at <laughs> Michigan because he's six different NFL teams have been have reached out to John Harbaugh and. If the Philadelphia Eagles are one of those organizations, shame on you, Jeffrey Laurie. Isn't isn't this where you cut your losses? If you're oh sweet, someone, so uh, we don't have to deal with the buyout. Nope, no buy, <laughs> an NFL team, right? We don't have to. Uh, okay, yeah, no, go ahead. I mean, it's one thing to. Why just, are you trying to keep this guy? It's one thing to just have a random bad season, things get away from you, but he is just consistently not. He hasn't beat any of his rivals. Yes, the rivals <laughs> thing is huge. If you're not going to win a national championship, if you're a college program, you got to beat your rivals. Uh, man. Anyway, yeah, ba- bag of day. I I don't understand the appeal, the Harbaugh appeal. No, I don't think I don't think many people do. Rod- it's, the, it's the dedication. It was the sleepover <laughs> at the kicker's house that really. That's what that sold is, uh, Jerry Jones. That is a hilarious story about him trying to win over a kicking recruit and him. Sleeping over at the guy's place. I mean, that's how you know he's both stupid and has passion for football because he <laughs> completely blind to the creepiness of the situation. Well, and also, anytime I had uh, a sleepover in high school, it was just something that I told my parents so I could no. go out and get blackout drunk or try to get laid. Like, that was, I didn't actually have sleepovers in high school. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, bro, you want to sleep over? Uh, and that's that's a no, failure. Was, on hey, the you parents. want to play poker? Yeah, until two in the morning. <laughs> Wait, your parents are in Italy for a week? Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know if I ever told uh, told this on the podcast, but we created a fake person that everyone was friends with, and so to corroborate, in case our parents did any sort of research, which <laughs> they wouldn't do, we all said we were at this guy's uh, Jason Beasley, oh, and we even gave shit. him a fake nickname, Beezer. Beezer. Yeah, we're going. We're over at Beezer's house, so everyone would say, 
So the stories coincided. Anything sh- shady happened? We were going over to Beasley's house a couple times. My mom wanted to talk to B. Who's who is this Beasley? What does his parents do? Just kept it real vague. So, and it was just me ending up uh, drinking Bush Lights down at the railroad tracks, hanging see, out. Yeah, that's so great. That's so great. I remember one of one of the one of the kids who like had the more liberal parent situation. That would be the the place that you would go when you were you know sleeping over with your bro, <laughs> and uh, the dad would go by the name of the captain. <laughs> like this is uh, you know one day one day I'll I'll craft a story about the captain. But man, well Ryan, we are the captain here of the sports gambling podcast Pirate Ship. We're gonna be picking every NFL game against the spread. Yep, we're Going doing after it, that booty. Doing it live over on YouTube. So again, perfect reason to subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/sportsgamblingpodcast. Interact with us live on the show. We're on Twitch too, Sean. Yep. Chad to Vince 1260. We're live, baby. What up? Shut up. Vince. Brian Reese pointing out that Coach K still doesn't admit to dyeing his hair. The guy is delusional. He does remind me of a slimmer penguin. <laughs> Andrew Thomas saying his favorite podcast. Well, you know what? Our favorite online sports book is mybookie.ag. Use that promo code SGP. Get that deposit bonus. And that's where you want to be when you're getting down into all these games, all the lines, all the bets. Prop bets, all the odds, courtesy of mybookie.ag, because that's the place we bet. That's the place we recommend you guys betting. Deposit, withdrawal using that sweet, sweet cryptocurrency. Mybookie.ag has it all. The DGEN's only prop bet. Hashtag DGEN's only. Only available at mybookie.ag. Promo code SGP, where you can play, win, and most importantly, get paid. Andrew Thomas having a great little stretch here, also holding up the left side for the Giants. He has he has turned it around. I don't know if you saw that play. Disaster went viral. Just the entire offensive line chasing down Jamal Adams after that interception. All rise. I mean, that's the kind of hustle I want to see out of an all rise. Sean, I'm I'm ODing on football highlights for the first time in many moons, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving every second of it. I'm enjoying this Eagle, the Eagles doubt. Well, Ryan, you know what I'm enjoying? I'm enjoying Jalen hurts. We tweeted out a video of him squatting 600 pounds. Uh, I wish where's Colby. I need Colby right now. No, I, I talked a bunch of shit on Jalen hurts and maybe I will be proven right. But as a fan, as an Eagle, as the host of the diary Eagles podcast, which has its own feed. Now you can check that out. I'm I'm all in for this game and for these next four games because why not? What else, what other choice do I have? I'm still <laughs> skeptical of him long term as a quarterback, yeah. but from now until the end of the regular season, dot dot dot, and or longer, I'm gonna be all in on Jalen Hurts. It's so funny to me. I, we, I, we, what did why, no, uh, did no, you not, not see you, not this you. coming? The, the whole situation of the Giants and the and the football team, <laughs> as, as we jokingly talked about before the season. I said if uh, if Look, Alex Smith gets healthy and they have that defense, yeah. which has happened, they could be a long shot to win the division. I didn't see the Giants winning four in a row and beating Seattle <laughs> on the road. So congratulations, Ryan, oh. and you guys have been crowned NFC's champs. Not yet. Get the banner out. Hang it up. Not not yet. In fact, uh, shout out to the dude on Twitter. I, w- I want to say uh, I'm going to look it up while I'm talking, but uh, he offered me a wager. Yes, Andrew Rab. There you go, and uh, I accepted. Yes. So I've been thinking about it. I think this is maybe the bet. So we're football team. 
hail to the football team or not really hail to the Redskins. I'll be old school uh, versus the giants mm-hmm. winner. Take all loser has to buy the other dude a Jersey. It's going to be the Graham Gano Jersey. I think <laughs> right now, are you going to request the Gano Jersey? Right now it's either oh, right. You got to go hammy Jones. No, I, I already got a hammy Jones. Oh, that's right. But it's either going to be Colt pe- McCoy. No, nope, no. Nope. He's Come close. On. If Colt McCoy beats the Cardinals, right? It's peppers or it's Gano. Those Pepper, are peppers is an interesting player. Two Where team he, leaders. Normally when a guy doesn't have a position in the NFL, you're like, ah, that's cause the guy sucks and he can't play it. You know, it's um, it, it's usually kind of a red flag, but with the peppers, it's kind of working out. I mean, well, the Browns couldn't find a position. For that's him. true. And well, the Browns pre Kevin Stefanski at, at least couldn't find a position for him. And Jamal Adams, another guy who doesn't have a position and people give him shit for his pass coverage. But even against that giants team, I mean, granted they lost, but that dude just makes plays. Like he's, he's yeah. in on blitzes. He creates turnovers. The guy is a beast. I mean, you have to be able to know how to use him, but Jamal Adams does make a difference on your defense. Yeah, I mean, he was the second best safety on the field that day with Peppers just completely dominating. <laughs> I mean, at this point, we have to start looking at Gettleman and giving him a little bit of a just like a maybe under the table dab because yeah. this month, I mean, Beckham is on the Browns, Peppers on the Giants, Zietler on the Giants. I mean, like that trade is looking very, very, very good at this point. Yes. All right, and, let's, get, uh, let's get to the lines. Oh, we don't want to. Uh, uh, GD Natal over on Twitch pointing out Sam Bradford might be available, Sean. So, <laughs> well, everyone says Carson Wentz's contract is is untradeable. Just just remember that the Minnesota Vikings gave up a first rounder for Sam yeah, Bradford. This is true, and I you know I love and he got another contract after playing with the Vikings. I need to also pull the audio of you just bragging about the deal that Carson Wentz was when he was signed to that. That was another magical kind of uh, come around that's happened real quick. Thursday night football, the Patriots head to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. A little Super Bowl rematch, Sean. This line is Rams minus five and a half, minus two forty five on the money line. Patriots plus two Oh five 45 is the total. Uh, is this anything more than Belichick versus Goff? Yeah. I mean, it, well also, I mean, New England, I usually like fading teams coming off a huge blowout yep. win. Also a team normally second consecutive road game, something you want to fade. However, bill Belichick oh. 20 and 12 against the spread. But at la- like last Stole week, trend, like last week when uh, Cliff Kitchen squared off against Jared Goff sucks Island, I'm putting this position where I'm be- doing battle with two nicknames of Sham Newton versus Jared Goff sucks Island, and I'm I'm worried that I'm going to be, you know, crushed by my own nickname. I, I think we kind of hit on some of this stuff when we gave out the Thrive Fantasy uh, player props on the DFS uh, Picks podcast, but. I, I this just feels like an ugly game. Like I don't see a lot of scoring. I don't see. I, I just don't see. I I think both offenses will have trouble moving the ball to some degree. I think Gilmore can lock down a little bit with the Patriots receivers. I, I think the fact that New England's staying out in Los Angeles, I think they're going to be a little dialed in. Normally, the road team on Thursday night, they their kind of flow is thrown off because they have to travel. Uh, you know, and like to travel back and then travel out for the Thursday night game. They don't have any travel days they lose. So I think that short week kind of helps them a little bit. Cam Newton is dealing with a little bit of a knee injury, but 
Does that matter? I mean, the guys, they've won back to back games. He hasn't thrown for over 100 yards in either game. He's thrown for fewer than 85 yards in back to back games and won both. How rare is that? The last starting quarterback to do it in the 20s? (laughs) No, it was Achilles Smith in 2000, and he was actually benched in one of those games. Uh, I thought, I don't know. I, yeah, I would assume so. I don't remember him playing for any other team, but he was benched during one of those other games. So this, this run heavy offense for the Patriots, maybe the, maybe the formula is kind of out on them, but I, I think they're, this feels like a field goal game. I, I imagine a shitload of field goals. So I'm going to take the Patriots in the points here. So on one I don't hand, feel, I don't feel great about it though. Yeah. On one hand it, it's, if the if if it was Rams minus three, you'd be like, well, wait a second, are the Patriots really that good? Yeah, because the Rams are clearly. I think the Rams have kind of shown that they're a good team, but again, I think it comes down to we've seen we've seen the best of Goff recently. I mean, Cliff Kitchens. We call him Cliff Kitchens because close personal friend Mike Leach told us he was going to struggle with the defense. <laughs> well. And Bill Belichick doesn't struggle with the defense. Bill Belichick will at a minimum be prepared to put you in a difficult spot. And I think they're going to take woods and cup away and say, let's go. Well, and, and, and I think it was uh, our buddy, Walter football pointed this out and it's kind of what I've been saying as well. in Jared Goff, similar wavelength where Jared Goff does well when, I mean, you heard all those stories where McVay was radioing in what the defense was <laughs> doing and telling him what to do. So he can succeed. Goff succeeds yeah. going against weak defensive minds, but a guy like Brian Flores, I mean, you remember that game. They fucking, who'd he learn under? Yeah, exactly. Bill Belichick. <laughs> so I think, and, and even Shanahan uh, to, uh, to a certain degree, and uh, I'm blanking on their defensive coordinator, but they, they clearly have the book on him as well. So smart Salah. Solid, yeah. Smart defensive coordinators that can really scheme up a good plan and force Goff to beat you, he can't beat. But everyone else, where you know, hair Captain Hair Gel himself, Sean McVay, yeah, uh, just bring in energy and enthusiasm. Then you want to see me do a trick with my dog? Then they can light it up and and convince you that they're a really good team. But don't fall for it. The more I'm talking about this, the more I do like. You know, the more New England plus five and a half. I'll be honest, like this is a three and a half points. I I think three and a half four is the sweet spot. I think they got cute here uh, because the Rams, you know, they show up nice on paper. You look at the DVOA, it's pretty solid. I do think you can have success running the ball against them. And uh, again, this is nothing more than Belichick versus Goff for me. So, uh, I, you know, not surprisingly, I think we're on the same side of this one. Uh, you also, I'm going to reiterate Belichick, not bad back to back road. I, I guess what's the theory extra focus. Yeah. No, extra it, slumber party time. And I, I don't think the Patriots are a great team. However, I think they can match up decently against certain teams and against certain quarterbacks. What do we, what do we always see with Belichick teams? They're better in week fourteen than they are in week. Yeah, three. they get better as the season goes along. They're they're ascending, and you know, candidly, you called it. Goff is a gatekeeper quarterback, and he's going to struggle in this one. So hard to see them covering six points, five and a half points. If he, if he he's going to struggle to throw the rock, let's head over to Sunday. Sean Tennessee heads to Jacksonville, where the Jags are seven and a half point home dogs, plus two ninety five on the money line, <coughs> minus three fifty five. For the Titans, fifty-three is the total. Boy, Tennessee's Tennessee's like the defensive problems are 
because they're shorthanded. Yeah. And it, which makes it explainable for me. And, and so it's just hard to lay eight points. It really is hard With to this lay defense. I mean, I do. It's, it's a weird situation. Cause I like Tennessee in a bounce back game against a worse opponent. And Meanwhile, Jacksonville with Glennon, they're kind of just a, a, a scrappy team. And they're, I mean, we talked about in the DFS picks podcast. I think this Jags team is going to be able to put points up against Tennessee. James Robinson is going to be able to get you first downs. Uh, Colin Johnson, that deep sleeper DFS play I gave out. Nice. Look for him to have a touchdown in this game against this weak Tennessee secondary. And Jacksonville, their defense is pretty shitty. However, they did an okay job against Derrick Henry the first time around. Now we are in D Henber well, 80, Ryan, eighty-two yards, I believe, right? Something like I, that. I have it as twenty-five for eighty-four, but okay. whatever. <laughs> Keeping Derrick Henry under eighty-five yards is is an accomplishment. And Ryan Tannehill, this Tennessee Titans team, what is their key to success? Their key to success is winning as a dog yep. or covering as a small favorite. Like they're not someone I'm going to lay big points with. And uh, you know, you look at the trends, Tannehill four and 10 against the spread is a favorite of five or more. And it kind of makes sense. That's why they haven't been as good against the spread this season. Cause the expectations were so much higher last year. They were so fun because they were, they were syncing up on people. We kept doubting them Flip the switch at some point, And I was just auto on the Titans. Now I'm looking at it game to game and we identified a good spot fading them against Cleveland. I'm not surprised if they win this game, but seven and a half for this division game for a Jags team, even though they're kind of trying to tank and Gardner Minshew is begging to play and they're, and they're turning him down, you know, daddy long neck, Mike Glennon, he'll have one. Maybe he'll have a turnover. That'll be bad. Um, you know, I could see them having a special teams play go wrong a couple times, but seven and a half, it's way too high. I mean, since Glennon, I mean, as much as I hate the name Glennon and the family Glennon, uh, Mike Glennon, since he's been playing, they've been pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, is this how many games has he started, Sean? I can pull it up, but is I think it two. Uh, off the top of my head, it's th- this would be his third game starting. So this, did he get his ass kicked by the Steelers? No. So he played against uh, Browns and and Vikings, right? Yeah. So this will be his third. So game. he lost by two to a very good Browns team. Yeah, and they lost took, by three against Minnesota. They took in the overtime. Vikings to overtime, and you know, a, as much as we'll joke that the Vikings defense kind of trash, that's a that's a that's a tough place to go. And and, and I mean, we've non-conference seen the, road spot, and they were competitive. I mean, I, that that Chenault touchdown was kind of a gift from God. But other than that, like the Jags were able to move the ball and. and you know, if I'm taking a bad team, I want to see them getting some first downs, getting some points. And as simple as it seems, Jags will be able to get, I, I think the Jags will be able to get you 24 points, maybe even 28 points in this game. And if they can get to that, I think they can keep Tennessee under 35 or 31. I That's kind of t- my logic on it. Well, Tennessee, and I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave us with this number. Tennessee is averaging giving up 31.3 points yeah. over the last four. So I mean, it, it's just, it seems like it's going to be hard for Jacksonville to not put up some points. Uh, maybe Tennessee blows them out of the, uh, out of the water, Sean, the, uh, the proverbial uh, hot tub water down there in Jacksonville, Duval Dallas. So you're on the Jags, right? Yeah, I'm on the Jags. Okay. I mean, we discussed this before the show. Easy peasy, right? D- 
Dallas coming off uh, Tuesday night football. Crazy rest disparity. Uh, heading to Cincy. I love it. Uh, this is where I'm okay with the NFL screwing over teams. <laughs> Uh, Cincy, uh, Cincy is a three and a half point home dog. Uh, hold on, Sean. Did you did I mess this up in the sheet? Is Dallas is a road favorite? Minus one eighty five on the money line, plus one sixty five for the Bengals. Forty three is the total. Uh, I mean, let's start with the fact that neither of us are looking to lay three. I mean, you're supposed to lay three and a half, take two and a half. We're not laying three and a half with this Dallas Cowboys team. I understand it's an Andy Dalton revenge spot, maybe. Yeah, that's the only interesting angle. But um and, and maybe we've I, I don't know how much we've talked about this, but the with and without Zach Martin splits are huge Their for this Cowboys this team. Year. And I don't I wasn't amazed by that Ravens team on Tuesday night, but the the Cowboys were worse. And then you have all their kicking woes. Zerline can't hit a kick to save his life. I, I don't know what the weather's gonna be like in Cincinnati, but again, this is gonna be an ugly Field goalie type game, I, I you know a little worried. This is insane. A little worried. We don't know who's starting for the Bengals. Finley, gives and, shit. Finley and Allen feels like a, a coin toss, and I, I think I'm gonna have to throw in some lineups where I'm putting Giovanni Bernard yeah. in DFS because the Cowboys have been a sieve. That's why I love the Ravens. I thought they'd be able to run all over them. Cowboys have given up 294 rush yards uh, against the Ravens. That's the that's the most by a team since. The Cowboys gave up 307 <laughs> yards against the Browns in Week Four. Oh, that's it's impressive. I'll also say this: b- besides the Cowboys on a back-to-back road game, a non-conference road game with only four days of rest, the Cincinnati defense not that bad. They did a decent job against uh, Danny Dimes and Colt McCoy. Did a decent job. I mean, they held Miami to 19 points at home. You know, it, it's not it's nothing that you're going to write home about. But I, I the idea that Andy <laughs> Dalton's going to come in and light them up, I'm a little skeptical. Who writes home anyway? Uh, look, this is a team that's played uh, what three road games in their last four. And if you look at the home game, Sean, the only game they didn't cover was Joe Burrow's first start against the Chargers, which they should have won, but the kicker fucked it up. That's true. That's their only non-cover. So this is a great home team. They get, they take care of business. And even if we ignored all of that, what the, who the fuck is laying three and a half? I'm getting a little drunk here. (laughs) Who the fuck is laying three and a half with the, with the Cowboys? Yeah. What are you watching? What, what this this Ravens team is not right this year. And more importantly, they're fucked up from COVID. Like teams are not just bouncing back from this shit. And they went out there and beat the shit out of the Cowboys. Yeah, they pushed them around. And the Cincinnati team, I think they lack some skill uh, players for sure. And obviously, not the same team without Joey B, aka Stogie Joe. However, I'm seeing a little physicality from this team. Like, a- as far as a team that's completely out of it, they're playing hard. I don't, I don't see any quit in them. And you can't say the same thing about Mike McCarthy. I was briefly, uh, I-, I was coming back from a run, Ryan. Hashtag, uh, I'm a runner. And uh, <laughs> I was listening to the. What game. are you running from, Sean? Nah, nothing. I'm running away from uh, cardio, from uh, heart problems, Ryan. I was listening to the uh, the game on the radio. Ross Tucker was uh, he's doing some of the Thursday night games, and uh, uh, Scott Graham is his partner. Yep. Scott Graham clearly hates Ross Tucker. There's a very okay. funny dynamic. Uh, he he had a line of like Gallup gets on his horse and then, S- and then Scott Graham doesn't react and he's like you get what I was going with Scott 
He didn't even say yes. He just goes into calling the next play. But uh, Ross Tucker was talking about who I like. It's just funny their dynamic. Ross mentioned he goes, uh, you know, I, I, we were asking Mike McCarthy in the pregame meeting why you know Zeke hasn't been getting the ball enough. Zeke hasn't getting been getting enough attempts. And Mike McCarthy goes, well, in in our kind of offense, the running back doesn't always get a ton of attempts. <laughs> Ross Tucker goes, weird time to pay Mike McCarthy all this money and Zeke all this money <laughs> if they're not going to be used in the offense. So it's a little button there on the Cowboys offense. And, and real quick, shout out to Cash Juno over in the YouTube chat pointing out we should respect the close your eyes special. Cowboys can't be a close your eyes special. No. Uh, a, they're a favorite. B, I don't think they underperformed. No, I think he was pointing out he he played it against the Ravens because I think they were technically close your eyes. Sometimes you have to take teams off the board, and we'll talk about one <laughs> later this week because we do have a close your eyes special that we will oh, be yes. voiding. Oh, you're not playing anything. I was waiting for no. Something. I was gonna play something, but I don't want to tip our hand, Ryan. Keep the p. It's a good radio tease coming up on the other side, uh, 10 AM on the West coast, the Arizona Cardinals, they're heading to New York, Sean, where the giants are plus two and a half point home dogs. No respect. Plus one fifteen on the money line, Arizona minus one thirty-five. Forty-five and a half is the total. You're telling me that you're going to lay the points with false, a false idol in cliff <laughs> kitchens. When the real Freddie Kitchens is on the other side of the ball, teaching the tight end for the New York Football Giants to play like Mark Bavaro, all rise. The dream team of coaches really coming together nicely. And by the way, at this point, can we give Jason Garrett a little bit of credit? The offense looked a lot better under him, a lot better under Jason Garrett than offensive genius Mike McCarthy. That's true. I mean, he did have Jack Prescott, same guy calling the play, same offensive coordinator. Yeah. Head coach changes, new system. What happens? Uh, Sean, tell me why you're going to take uh, Kyler and Cliff Kitchens on the road. Oh, no. I'm all in on uh, oh, New yes. York Giants. Say it with me, Sean. All right. No, fuck the Giants, but <laughs> I'm not, you know, right now they're pulling these wins out of their ass. Uh, Hammy Jones. Oh, a little respect to is, the defense. Is Hammy Jones going to play? Uh, it's, you know, so based on my. Sources close to the situation. It sounds like he could have played last week, but Joe Judge didn't let him play. Basically, thought he needed more time. So that means he is uh, all right. So I think you wait to bet this at plus two and a half because if Colt McCoy is announced as starter, we've seen that it doesn't make a difference in their offense. They're just going to give it to Wayne Train, aka your birthday boy, and I I think the line could get over three. So I would kind of I would kind of wait to bet this, but. Uh, so you think this picking this at two and a half? You think this implies this two and a half to me is suggesting uh, Hammy Jones is the starter. Really? Yeah. What is the line if it's Colt McCoy? Then you think it's just three and a half? Yeah, I think it gets to three or three and a half. I mean, you've seen what I I know. Can there's we, not a difference between the two, right? But I don't think the betting public can, knows. Can we talk about the Cardinals and what they've done lately? Well, and I was just pulling up the 2020 NFL previews, where uh, you know the Cardinals were, of course, the NFL darling. Yeah. Everyone was, oh, the MVP, and and they're going to win so many games. And you and I, I'm looking at our our the records we predicted for the Cardinals. You had them at eight and eight. I had them at seven and nine. 
Uh, and the idea was like, you know, they're getting a little too much hype. That's where kind of the Cliff Kitchens angle came from. The second year team that everyone thinks is just gonna, you know, destroy people. I just and want. Can we? They, just- and I think they've kind of figured out the the Kyler offense, and he's clearly not right with that shoulder. He's not running as much, and you know, do I get credit by saying he was too small to play in the league and now he's struggling with a yes. shoulder injury because I ate the L early on the season. I go, I guess I'm wrong. Kyler is doing well. And if you take out that hail uh, Murray play, they're really in trouble. So I think this is a tough spot for them. I, I think what they're doing on offense, you can figure out and their defense just sucks. All right. So if we look uh, since they beat the Seahawks in overtime, yeah, they lost to the dolphins. Yep. They got the Hail Mary to beat the Bills. Yep. They lost to the Seahawks, lost to the Patriots, lost to the Rams. Why is this team favored on the road at all? I mean, I obviously I'm a Giants fan. I'm obviously going to pick the Giants. No, here. I mean, I think they just are- shut down one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Now they get to play a mini me version of him against the coach that is clearly incompetent. And if they he rolls out this one dimensional shit, Bradbury Island, hello, DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> Nico Lalos, are you kidding me? This team's just playing. I I don't wrong team's favorite, Sean. I'll say it. I mean now now what I should warn people is the Giants suck at home. Yep. Uh, generally, uh, even Joe Judge is only two and three against the spread at home this year. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I. I the cards have been decent on the road against the spread under Cliff Kingsbury, but that's because they've been dogs. Like this, this whole, this road favorite spot is just not something that you want to lay with clip with kitchens. Yeah. Now I'd say I'm taking the giants at two and a half, but I think if you're smart, you hang around, I wouldn't bet it now at two and a half. There's a chance it gets up to three. I don't tease it, baby. Yeah. If you want to throw in a teaser five giants defense, can't lose by 10. Are you kidding me? Put Russell Wilson in a fucking locker. Want to give a shout out to Thrive Fantasy. We've been throwing out a bunch of uh, Thrive Fantasy lineups on the DFS Picks podcast, cashing in. And of course, Thrive Fantasy, it's DFS, but it's it's DFS for DGENs. Instead of salary, all you're doing is picking your favorite player props for the NFL. They do Sunday contests, they do touchdown only contests, they have a bunch of fun ways to play. You get that instant deposit match. So basically a free 50 bucks when you use the promo code SGP and you send in a screenshot of you signing up podcast at sports gambling podcast.com. You'll be entered to win a hundred dollars of SGP merch ThriveFantasy.com promo code SGP sign up and prop up today. Houston heads to Chicago where this game's a pick them, Sean. 45 mm. is the total. Slight juice on the money line. Houston minus 120, Chicago plus 100. This game is an enigma to me. This, this I, I mean, obviously, instincts say, like, just, I guess, take the guy who's a winner. Oh, who's that? Uh, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Not all time winner, Mitchell. I, I mean, I, I don't really have a great handicap on this game other than. You know, I, I, I checked the weather report. I don't see, I don't see a situation where I'm, I'm worried about the, the road team, maybe dealing with Chicago. It's cold. I think we, I feel like we've done stories before about Watson playing in freezing weather and that's not a good thing. Yeah. Um, But it seems this seems like the kind of game uh, where Mitch again, has a good matchup. 
And if they can, they can just not throw the ball maybe and just have him like run like what Cam Newton's doing. Uh, I don't love it, but I, I'm I'm still I'm leaning back to the Bears again, and I just don't like yeah, it. Yeah, I mean it's that it, weird. I, I guess it's a home, it's a winter home field edge. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be 30 degrees of kickoff, so I love going against a non-conference road spot for the Texans. You think they just don't want that sauce? Well, it, I I would normally think that. However, you listen to the press clippings uh, and some of the stuff. Deshaun Watson seems pissed off that they're losing. And the Bears defense is kind of falling apart of late. And to me, the Bears are kind of in Chargers territory where you saw it against the Lions, where even in a game where they were looking pretty good, should have crazy. up 10 late and still uh fumbled away the game. So there's they're scary to bet on because they are, like I said, in Chargers territory where they just fuck up everything. I I, I think the Houston defense to me is the worst unit between uh, both sides. And I think David Montgomery, he's I'm been saying c- a lot with the Bears offense involved in a game. Yeah. But David Montgomery, I mean, they were moving the ball against the Lions. against the lions. Yeah. But is Houston's defense that much better? Uh, maybe slightly. Maybe I, I, slightly. I don't know. But to your I, point, I could not see material. what really could change is if is if Watt or merciless, cause they don't have an amazing pass rush, but Watt and merciless will occasionally get in there, get those strip sacks, get those turnovers and Mitchell will give it away. I, I really like Allen Robinson's matchup. I, I think he's due for a big game. So I, I'm going Houston. The fact that the public is, or sorry, I'm going bears. I, the fact that the public's backing Houston here, one more reason to take Chicago. Yeah. The other, the other angle I guess would be like, uh, why, why, Hey, why are the bears not favored? Like what are the Texans that they, they deserve to be skewing the line? You know, we know the grass is long there. You know, I'll I'll join you. I don't love this spot, but I'll I'll take the Bears as well. I mean that that my instincts. You know, I'm coming into this game, Sean. I told you I just uh, earlier uh, earlier today I just went for a drive, no purpose, <laughs> just fucking went for a drive. So uh, I'm. It's I'm, very funny because you're a guy whose team hashtag don't leave the house. So for you to just randomly leave a house, things must have been all right. So first of off. all, I'm not on any team called don't leave the house. I just happen to have everything I need right. at the house. Yeah. So you were living a hermit like lifestyle pre quarantine and quarantine just kind of my whole life. Quarantine <laughs> just kind of was the perfect amalgamation or perfect connection yeah. of all the, I, I found the secret compartment <laughs> underneath my garage with you the were, pile of gold. You were already quarantining and now it's like, Oh, okay. Well, yeah, of course. Staying inside's better. Oh man! But All what right. was your thought driving? Oh, just uh, like I need to, I need to stop overthinking it. <laughs> I need to start trying to stop forcing it, and I just need to let shit flow. And this week, I'm letting it flow. And what my, what my gambling instincts tell me is that this is a spot you take the Bears. Still another shit game here. Denver heads to Carolina, where the Panthers are minus two and a half. Denver, uh, I I don't. I don't know. Uh, this this line is uh, courtesy of, of Circa. Actually, uh, my bookie doesn't have it right now. Forty five and a half is the total. Uh, you know, I guess we're we're pending news of 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 some spread. Yeah, I mean, so Curtis uh, DJ Moore tested positive uh, for the Panthers, so they're a little worried. Curtis Samuel's on the list because of close contact. He hasn't tested positive yet, so I think Curtis Samuel probably plays. Either way, Robbie Anderson again could be a fun DFS guy. I, I think there was also some concern. Teddy Bridgewater took a shot um, last game they played in Minnesota towards the end of the game, but he's not on the injury report. 
They're coming off a bye week. This is a very weird game. I, 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 my angle here is when in doubt, take the home team and fade the non-conference road spot of Denver. I, I think Matt Rule is a good coach, so you're giving a good coach coming off the bye. Although coming off the bye hasn't been great this year. We got the numbers right here, Sean. 10 and thir- 10, 13 and one against the spread. And you know what? What this game kind of reminds me of. In the same way that the Raiders, they hung with the Chiefs. They were like, oh, we we can beat we can beat the Chiefs. I think Broncos kind of had that Super Bowl. Primetime game. They had chances to win against the Chiefs. Deflating loss. Yep. And now you got to go on the road to play a non-conference team. It feels like a huge letdown spot for Denver, even though massive letdowns, even though I kind of like a couple, like I like Tim Patrick, I think they're going to be able to do uh, some things on offense. That being said, I'm going Carolina. You, you even have to take the story back a little further. Cause this is a, a Denver team that's coming off uh, basically a stretch where they've played at Vegas division rival Miami at home, tough matchup, new Orleans at home, tough matchup at Kansas city. Now they're taking to the road. They go to the East Coast against the Panthers team, which, by the way, another situation where I didn't have to put much thought. I like to do my 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 uh, data extraction as much as possible before I see the number, Sean. Yes, I I, I don't like to skew that opinion. Biased. But uh, I, again, I was shocked to see Carolina minus four on the look ahead. But I was even more shocked to see this jump on the other side of three. And I I don't know how much like is it just receivers that that Carolina is going to be missing? Well, again, I I think why the line is off and why it's lowered is because they're assuming maybe a couple more t- people test positive. They don't want to give you that uh, bigger number. You know, I, I think it's speculating that more positives will come out. But as of recording time, more positives haven't come out. And again, Ryan, like you know, if there isn't an outbreak, they're not going to move the game. It, Unless you're the Steelers, the Steelers no, it, are if, hard. If you have multiple days of positive tests, which again Carolina doesn't, they're going to play the game. They're going to play but, it. Without, but to be clear, only only DJ Moore tested positive, uh, as far as what I know so far. And a couple guys in the receiver room went on the list because of close contact. Now those guys can play on Sunday, assuming they have negative tests in the next couple of days. The other thing that's big about this game, McCaffrey popped up on the injury report with the quad issue. Um, that, that is doesn't matter. Well, I mean, Mike Davis is a lateral move, but um, or you know, he's not a huge drop off. We saw some pretty solid production. Just worth noting that Christian McCaffrey is on the injury list. I don't know how bad that quad is, but worth noting. Richard Gersberger points out Brock Osweiler is not coming out of that locker room. John, I can't tell if that's good or bad for the Broncos, but uh, Drew Locke on the road outdoors in December, non-conference road spot. To me, the biggest thing is uh, this deflating chiefs loss. I think is really going to eat at them let down spot. And again, I think you nailed it. Good coach should, you know, both teams are pretty bad. Why, why is the home team dream crusher uh, real quick? Uh, Dr. Alan Sills, the NFL chief med- medical officer says the Panthers COVID transmission was linked back to quote, some gathering of players outside the team facility during the bye week do you think they were hanging out with Earl Thomas and his brother? Could it- <laughs> oh man. I wish I had the Earl Thomas. I didn't know we'd be talking about Earl Thomas. Uh, next up, Sean, the Minnesota Vikings, they head to Tampa to take on the bucks bucks minus six and a half minus two ninety on the money line Vikings plus two forty. Fifty one and a half 51 and a half is the total. 
Man, the, you know the Vikings really let me down last week. Uh, I thought that was going to be a situation they were going to be scoring some points. Uh, and and this Bucks team late season bye. Uh, uh, this is another game in the Houston Chicago bucket for me in terms of just you know that the numbers the numbers good enough to make me think about it. I, I just th- this Bucks team very Jekyll and Hyde at this point. I'm not sure how to. Yeah, I, I think the big X factor is what kind of adjustments is Tampa Bay's offense going to make from the bye week? Because clearly there's a, a discrepancy going on between Brady and Arians, where it's like Arians wants them to do one thing, Brady's kind of used to doing something else. They haven't gotten on the same page, but now they have a two week break, perfect time to get on the same page. But to me, it's more about the Vikings and their ability to throw the ball down the field. Justin Jefferson, yep. I think, is going to have a massive game against this, you know, suspect secondary. I, I think this is a four point. This is a twenty-eight twenty-four game to me. Minnesota plus six and a half. Um, it's I'm a lot of points. It. It's a lot. It's a lot of points. And and the defense, while they have been very good against the run, they're going to have to. This is a, a formidable task against Dalvin Cook. We've seen him take take care of teams. I I just think, I mean, did you did you hear the reports that the, the there's like the beef between Arians and, and Brady? Uh, it sounds like Arians saw the video of uh, Brady uh, open mouth mouth kissing his son and was just disgusted <laughs> as a man that chewed that on. That is a disgusting act. Yeah, he chewed on paint <laughs> chips to toughen up, not his son's uh, tongue. No, the, clearly Arians and Brady, <laughs> two different worlds. Not only their play calling, but just I mean, you've heard Tom Brady talking, you've heard Bruce Arians talk. Is Bruce Arians a guy who's getting a uh, fake hair plugs and his face pulled back? No. Is he a guy living off of a green juice? No. Arians is a real dude. And as much as Tom Brady, it pains me to say, is the greatest quarterback of all time, even better than John Elway, also great, but not number one. I I like this spot for Minnesota. Yeah. This number is a hair big. And let me lean. Let me help you lean into that. Uh, if you, I wanted to pull out a very specific stat, and that's deep middle passing. Uh, Tampa Bay, uh, although they are pretty good defense overall, uh, more mediocre when it comes to the deep stuff, especially in the middle where they are squarely sandwiched between the Raiders, the Titans, the Jets, and the Texans. Mm. In terms of ability to 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 not let teams beat you over the top, so well in deep middle, maybe maybe uh, Thielen is the play DFS. I'm gonna stick with my boy uh, Jefferson for now, but uh, I because I, I'm just imagining. I just saw what Tyreek Hill did, and Justin Jefferson has an ability to get behind these cornerbacks. The dude is I. I the question Again, is, did they fix it in the bye week? Did no, they fix and, it and because Minnesota doesn't exactly have a good defense. No, and that's to me that's the biggest X factor is. What did they do in this bye week to quote unquote figure things out? How much? How many adjustments have they made, both on the offensive and defensive side of the ball? So, uh, that being said, I'm taking the six and a half. I had another question, which is what was Antonio Brown doing during the bye week, <laughs> uh, hanging out with Tom Brady and his son? Obviously, yeah, I, I think I, I was uh, another another. I think the spread is solid, but. Uh, I think the Bucks. I don't think the Bucks got fixed. They made it. They moved it from seven to six and a half because they wanted you to bet the Bucks, Ryan. It's just that easy. Yeah, no, I understand how it works. They're begging. They're dying for action. Kansas City heads to Miami, where the Dolphins are plus seven and a half, plus two eighty on the money line, minus three fifty for the Chiefs. Forty nine and a half is the total. 
kind of a, is this a letdown spot for the chiefs? I know it was just the Broncos, but that was uh, you know, they, they had to do something and Sean, who do the chiefs have on deck? Well, I looked it up, but tell the audience, right? Well, it, it look, it could be a, a super bowl preview against the soaker himself, Taysom Hill and the, and the <laughs> probably drew Brees back, but ah, man, uh, this is an interestingly strange spot on the road in South Florida. I love this spot. For the, I love, I think I, Look, Flores, uh, he's come with good game plan after good game plan. I think this is the game. This is the Tua come out party. And by the way, it's going to feel like 90 degrees in South Florida. Mm. Although, own some property out there. I was on the phone with the insurance lady, and she did say it dropped into the 30s last night. So, you know, a little, little inside Iggy. But no, I mean it's gonna feel warm. The Chiefs, you know, sandwiched between that big time, big time divisional spot, and then it's a, a matchup with the Saints. I, I I absolutely think the back. To, if, if it's not a game where the Dolphins are like scaring the Chiefs into a situation where maybe like Mahomes has to work some magic, the back door will definitely be swinging open. Yeah, and and Kansas City hasn't been covering these big spreads. They're zero and four against the spread the last four. I, I think this is a bit of a travel spot for them. And Brian Flores, I mean him, just getting fired up, ready to fight some yeah. dude on the Bengals. Like, if, if he didn't have the locker room, he's got the locker room. That's not room a guy now. you play for. Now, granted, you're going against the Chiefs, who just figure out how to win every fucking game. So yeah. it's a little scary to take on the money line. Yeah, but Miami, man, they're they're a solid team. God, I just wish they would have Fitzpatrick in there because Tua. He's not there yet. He's not making his other offensive players better. But there's a lot of issues with this Kansas City defense, especially with their linebackers, their secondary. And again, Kansas City's offensive line, not quite the same since they lost Mitchell Schwartz. I think Miami is going to be able to get pressure. They're going to scheme up a decent game. I mean, Flores was there scheming up, you know, when the Patriots went on the road and, and took down the. Mahomes and the Chiefs when he had that 50 touchdown year, he was a part of that. So I, I think he's got a little history on it. Uh the public's all over the Chiefs. That's a great angle to fade as well. A lot 80%. Yeah. And everyone's gonna have this in the tease. And I'm just saying, danger, danger. A little uh, barbecue note. Andy Reid, uh, with a uh, I guess a couple told told a couple uh South Florida reporters. He confirms he sent Casey barbecue to Brian Flores after <laughs> Dolphins win at New England to end last season. That basically was the game that got the Chiefs the number one seed and was a big part of them Love winning that. the Super Bowl. So I also like that. It's respectable. I just imagine a world where Andy Reid only uses barbecue as currency and just every transaction. It's like, oh, that is uh, three wings. Oh, would you, 12,000 wings. Uh, How many hours were you thigh? talking to the babysitter? How many hours were you here? Okay, I get uh, you. A pound and a half of brisket. Honey, can you, uh, can you break, can you make change for uh, some baby back ribs? Bring out some of them hot links. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's Andy Reid's brain. So if he's thinking about a gift, he's like, "Well, I, I want real, barbecue." I, I could. <laughs> Everyone they, likes barbecue, right? They should make a coffee table book where it's just stories about Andy Reid and barbecue. And I would just, <laughs> I would flip through that. It's like, oh, this is the time. Oh, the new player came to town. He took him out, gave him the best barbecue of his life. 
I I could just listen to Andy Reid barbecue anecdotes all you, day. Can Rob. you imagine the first time Andy Reid watched Patrick Mahomes put ketchup on his steak? <laughs> oh God! It's amazing he's still on the team. Oh my God! Kramer better than Vegas. That's right. New site hit us up. They're like, hey, we like what you're doing. We got a new. Uh, it's like a basically YouTube for sports gambling for betters. So we of course uh, partnered up with them. Like what they're doing over there. Better than dot Vegas. What do they got going over there? Well, tons of picks. It's all free. We got our own page going. So SGPN guys like myself, Kramer, some of the crew will be posting video picks over there. Do yourself a favor, follow our page, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. Yeah. Cover it all over there. NFL, college football, college basketball. They got a couple contests going. Thousand dollars the handicapper that wins the most units. I'm up seven units, Ryan, because I gave out the Ravens mm. minus eight and Lamar Jackson first touchdown. Look out. I may I may just never put out another pick. I don't know what the rules are, but and also a thousand to the handicapper with the most followers. So you could be like Vegas Dave and have shitty picks, but a ton of followers still get a thousand dollars. And if the SGPN page qualifies for either one of these prizes, we're going to give all the cash back to the audience. So check them out. Check out the videos. Maybe uh, start posting your own picks better than dot Vegas. That's better than dot Vegas. Head to the afternoon slate, Sean. We got a lot of games. Uh, Loving, loving all the games this weekend. We got seven early. We got six late. That sounds beautiful. The Indianapolis Colts. They head to Las Vegas, where Philip is going to be smitten, laying three points on the road. Raiders plus one thirty-five, fifty-one and a half is the total. I just imagine. you know, Philip Rivers walking around Vegas going, Dad Gummit, all this sinning, Dad Gummit. God and, dang. <laughs> you know, him, him going to him going to a strip club, trying to save all these all the women there. Uh gluttony. Saving them for later. There's just too much <laughs> there's too much sinning going on for uh Phil, old Phillips liking. Yeah, a lot a lot oh my god. I, we gotta get our shit going mentally. I feel like I take the Colts every week. No, I mean I I was there pre- in previous seasons. I've dabbled fading the Colts <laughs> to my own to my own peril recently. I've just like I had I had the Packers. Packers fucked that game up. I had Houston. They fucked that game up. I'm not doing it this week. Give me wait. I don't want you to. Indy is in the middle of a Houston sandwich. Yeah. That's the that's the problem, right? Yeah, but I don't know if if they were more worried about Houston, I'd be more worried about it. They need this you game. Houston's just trash this year, and they're not worried. If it was a non-conference road game, I would say yes. But Philip Rivers in a dome, and I think the matchups are so good for the Colts. The Colts are really good against the tight end, so the idea of just Waller dominating, I don't think will happen. Um, and no. the any running backs, I mean, Jesus Christ, Josh Adams. Ty Johnson. We were Googling these Jets running backs that were just running all over the Raiders. Now I get it. You're playing the the Jets. You kind of look past them, but I don't know, man. This 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 Raiders defense is very soft. And this I is- think Frank Reich schemes up a good game plan. And you know, everyone's talking about the emergence of Jonathan Taylor. I still think this is a Naheem Hines game mm. all over. In the same way they attacked. Um, they attack Tennessee's kind of uh, shitty defense 
with getting Pittman going and throwing to the running backs. I, I think they're going to have a similar game plan here. I don't love the three. I think you can find a minus two and a half. That's what it is in the Capra Cup. But give me Indy here for sure. Since the Raiders got beat by the Chiefs a couple of weeks back, they've uh, got their ass kicked by the Falcons. Remember that one, forty-three to six, and they just—I mean, they lost to the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> they lost to the if Jets. It wasn't and, for Greg and then Williams. Greg Williams said, "Hold my beer." Well, and and I, just watching that game, the Jets were just pushing them around. I'm going against my best. Uh, all the money's on the fucking Colts. See, the problem with me liking the Colts every week is I become self-aware that. The Colts aren't a team you want to bet on every week. I'm going to take the Colts this week. Seems like you're overthinking it, right? I don't love the spot, but we got to fade Gruden. We got to remember that fading Gruden can be something that that's profitable and that this time Philip will not be out at the casinos. He will not be going <laughs> to the the drive-through strip clubs. You don't have to worry about this team out too late. Jets head to Seattle to take on the Seahawks, coming off that tough loss against Colt McCoy. <laughs> And the New York Giants all rise. The Seahawks minus 13 and a half, minus 820 on the money line. Sean Jets plus 560. 46 and a half is the total. I gotta say it. I, I can you can you lay points with the Seahawks right now? Yeah. Can you lay points against the Jets? Yes. Against anyone. Yeah. Ryan, this is you're trying to downplay the the Giants win and be like, oh, I don't even know. We're not good. We're just taking it one game at a time. One game at a time. I, I I've had a pretty good record fading or just taking Russell Wilson off a loss against the spread. 24 and 11. Now it's a good, it's it had a good one trend. it had one game where it didn't work out, but uh it, the number's big, but I I just they're not gonna be able to cover DK Metcalf. Uh Adam Gase, if you saw the stuff coming out, Adam Gase admitted he was in a funk. They canceled team meetings for Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. No virtual team meetings. This is a this is they a team. needed a breather. And now it's a non-conference road spot across the country. Uh, what I mean, what better way to get away from your problems at home, Sean? Yeah, I, I just don't I don't see it. I mean, I, normally I, I think if Seattle would have won, would have beat the Giants and you maybe think even the fact covered. That they'll be focused is, is Yeah. They're dialed in. I, I I think you have to be like they don't have a ton of room. They don't have a ton of margin for error. And again, this this Jets team, you know, they showed a little spunk. I just uh, worry that defense is so bad. Like the, it's going to be hard for them to cover. That I mean, that's a good angle. But I I think this is kind of a light them up game where they put up thirty five. Oh, I'm going to hate myself. I mean, again, I'm, to me, this is. I was going back and forth on this game a decent amount because again, yeah, it's tough taking them laying a big number with their defense, but just Russell Wilson against the spread off a loss is what I'm looking at. I just know that my my angle should be why is this not 14? Yeah. I'm going to take the Jets. All right. Yeah, don't you think they rally around Greg Williams? You clearly the team didn't like him. <laughs> clearly they thought he no, was a psycho. No, maybe there's maybe and there's they were already kind that. of a good defense. And Greg Williams just a bad coordinator. I'm going to take the Jets. It's the right thing to do. Anything that's close, I, I'm just first thing we disagreed about. I'm fa- I'm I'm locked in with one notable exception to just fading the non-conference road teams if I'm if it if it's close. Yeah, it's just the Seahawks haven't been covering. Like that's the problem. Yeah. Green Bay heads to Detroit, where the Packers are minus eight, minus three ninety on the money line. Lions plus three twenty fifty five is the total. This is a game we're not going to overthink. Aaron Rodgers, 
45 and 26 ATS in the division. Uh, God, I don't know if you saw a shout out to Adam Leviton. He, he tweeted out the Instagram picture of Kenny Galladay and some sort of uh lady friend. <laughs> Uh, apparently, apparently this happened, uh, Sean, four weeks ago and he looks pretty healthy in the picture. I'm going to be honest, still has not managed to get back on the field. Uh, Is he taking the AJ green route out oh, where it's just like uh, my back bothers me for the rest of the season? Cause I don't want to play. All right. I, I I'm going to send you this picture because I yeah. need you. I need you to look at it for the visual. You can, this is maybe the image for the post. Uh, I just Galladay is a difference maker for this team, and if they were going to have a chance to do anything, Galladay would need to be out there for me. Uh, as much as I, I I do like Stafford, and I, I I thought maybe the Lions had some fight in them this year. Sorry, Rogers just gets takes care of business here. Where am I finding this photo? Oh, Ryan? I sent it to your te- I te- I sent it to your messages. Sorry. Okay. All right, I'm opening up the photo. What was what was Kenny Galladay's actual injury? Hip, maybe. <laughs> I mean, kind of like Ben Roethlisberger's elbow. I mean, use this for the 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 post if you can, if that's okay. Uh, it it feels a lot like uh, this is a situation where he's just looking for free agency. So, uh, th- you know, th- big win, big emotional win after the coach gets fired. What could possibly go wrong here? I'll tell you what's going to go wrong. Forty. This is like a forty-four to twenty game. Yeah, I mean, really, it's the the Lions. They're dealing with cornerback issues again. Devontae Adams, he's unguardable, and how bad they are against the running back. It's a huge spot for Aaron Jones. Uh, Detroit kind of got their offense a little bit going there. Um, you know, Matty Stafford threw for three touchdowns. DeAndre Swift, he's probably back, but. Yeah, I mean Rodgers is kind of in fu mode. I I think you're crazy to fade him right now. Rodgers in a dome going against suspect cornerbacks. Yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take the Packers laying the big number. I mean, I get, I guess I would get it if you like the Lions. Um, you know, instinctually I probably look there first, but n- uh, no, not not fading Aaron Rodgers right now. Atlanta, Sean, they head to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. Who would be or are a close your eyes special after underperforming the spread by more than 21 last week and San now? Diego Superchargers. They are plus two and a half at home, plus 120 on the money line. Falcons minus 140. 49 is the total. Uh, I, I should have listened to you last week. You can't yes. bet on Anthony Lynn. Yeah. Can't yeah. bet on Anthony Lynn. Well, and, and, Belichick versus a rookie coach. The great, they're calling it the greatest disparity in coaching of all time. Now, Ryan, we have some audio <laughs> of Anthony Lynn. Now, I don't how this came up or what prompted it. I have no idea, but take a, a listen to Anthony Lynn at a press conference. He's a leader of men, Sean. We're in a valley right now and we're down, but we're not out. You know, just the other day was, was a uh, Pearl Harbor day. You know, one of the biggest uh, defeats this country's had. And we when we bounced back from that, and and uh, you know I kind of used that as an example with my staff the other day. You know we're, we're down and out, but we're not dead yet. So uh, we're going to finish this season out the right way, and uh, and today we're going to start with a good day of practice. Is he insinuating that he that he's going <laughs> to drop a bomb on some? I mean, what what's what what was he talking about here? Well, I think in the same way that they got blown out forty five to nothing. But Pearl Harbor only happened one time, not 
<laughs> not <laughs> over and over and over. And the, it wasn't a surprise. You knew you were playing the Patriots. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anthony Lynn with the Pearl Harbor analogy. You know the guy's desperate. Also, he said we're not dead yet. This is coming like five days after he told the Chargers playoffs aren't going to happen this season. You, huh, you just poor can't. Anthony Lynn. You just can't take the Chargers. You just can't. They uh, definitely have the best roster. If you look oh, at the teams that only have that a are bad, wins. yeah, and it's a it's kind of a great spot for Atlanta's offense. Yes, it's a non-conference road game. Yes, this is my one exception. But Matt Ryan, uh, yeah, you just preached about that. No, I said this was my one exception. The fuck Anthony Lynn, you can't bet on him. Trumps everything. But uh, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones in a dome on the road—that's a great spot. And I think it's kind of a oddly revenge game for Todd Gurley because, granted, he's not playing the Rams, but basically a stadium that he helped put together by wow. his tremendous play. Deep and pull. then they throw him out of town. Deep. I think, well, and I just think Todd Gurley has a big, has a big game. Ryan kind of little uh, interesting side note. The Los Angeles chargers are now five and 15 since kicker, Michael Badgley trademarked the name money badger. <laughs> He's gone 17 for 24 on field goals. That's almost this year. like a boat trip. Missing seven field goals, and he's missed three extra points this season, and he's caused Justin Decker. We thought we had the fi- field goals figured out, but he just, what do we have to do to make a field goal? Just watching games with Decker could be its own YouTube channel, and maybe, maybe that'll be a prize I, I one day for a contest. A prize. Win a win a uh, all expenses paid trip to sit on the couch and hang out with Decker next to him. Uh, couple <laughs> couple trivia questions for you, Sean. How many wins? Does Anthony Lynn, Lynn have in the past two years? Mm. Uh, eight, eight, yeah, not I mean, very good. Uh, second eight. trivia question: Can you name the three teams they've beaten this year? They haven't beaten. They only have two wins, right? The Chargers, yeah, they have three wins. Cincinnati, the Jets. Who else did they beat? The Jags. Oh, you're right. Not they didn't, you know. Again, in my head, they didn't. They didn't cover, so I didn't count that as. They should have lost the Bengals too. So they almost and they almost let the Jags back into that game. More fun facts about the Chargers: they've given up twenty-seven or more points in nine straight games. I I just don't think you can recover from what happened against the Patriots. Obviously, my instincts say take the team that just got their ass kicked. Obviously, I should abide by the close your eyes special. But when you're out, you're out, Sean. I saw this on Twitter: the Chargers. So the 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 Patriots punted five times. Yeah. Well, they they lined up to punt five times. They, <laughs> I think one of those is a fake. Uh, they lined up to punt five times. The Chargers had the wrong number of players on the field for three of those plays. <laughs> like, at what point do you just say fuck it, I'm out? And if you look at what the Falcons have done, they're four and one in their last. Uh, if you exclude the Saints games, who clearly own them with that defensive yeah. line, uh, they're four and one. Against the other team, so Raheem Morris clearly an upgrade over Dan Quinn. Uh, I'm uh, I'm with you. Don't overthink it. Fade Anthony Lynn. Fade Anthony Lynn, indeed. Ryan, coming down the home stretch here. Want to give a shout to Ace per head. Ace is the place. Thinking about starting your own online sports book? You can do it. Ace can help. Again, Ace is the place. They set the lines. They grade the wagers. They do all the heavy lifting. All you gotta do, head over there, use our link, aceperhead.com slash SGP. Get up to six weeks. That's right, six weeks free. 
of their amazing sportsbook software. They got mobile wagering, in-game wagering. They got it all covered over at Ace. And again, aceperhead.com/sgp. That is the place you want to be. If you're thinking about starting your own online sportsbook. 2020, been a bad year, need a couple extra bucks. Come on, start that sportsbook. aceperhead.com/sgp. Shout out to Schmidt 0609. Wait, I'm really high and missed everything. Can y'all start over? Well, hey, hey, hold just, on, let's do it. So the uh, podcast is for. Welcome everyone to the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean. Stack of the Money Green. Two Kramer. more two more late afternoon games. Sean, 125 on the West Coast. The Saints head to Philly to take on the Eagles. Eagles are seven point home dogs, plus two sixty on the money line. Saints minus three twenty. Forty four is the total. Not often the Eagles are getting this level of disrespect at home, Sean. Yes. Tell me why you're taking the Eagles. Well, if you listen to the Diehard Eagles podcast, which has their own feed now, I, I'm taking this because Jalen Hurts gave the gave the team a little spark. A little they it's clear the offense is just so out of sync. I mean, coaching's a huge issue. There's a number of huge issues, but the offensive line being one of them, you throw in a young guy who's gonna run the run around, maybe make a couple plays, get some read option stuff going. They 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 have to give the ball to Miles Sanders now more. I I think it gives them enough of a spark, and it's tough to play a running quarterback where you don't have a lot of film. the The tape is not out on Jalen Hurts, so I think that's a huge advantage. And I'm gonna do it, Ryan. One more time, I want to talk shit on Taysom Hill. Even though he had a couple plays where he looked like he knew how to pass the ball, yeah, he was able to get it done against Atlanta dome team who has horrible passing offense. And then the Broncos game, even that Broncos game, you watch that game, he did not look amazing. The Eagles are great at stopping the run. Michael Thomas dealing with the little banged up. I think um, Eagles are trash, though. That's a problem. I I think they're going to be able to uh, slow down Michael Thomas enough. Yeah, and the Eagles aren't great, but New Orleans. This is just this is a classic. Uh, Do you think the Eagles are going to be able to score against this defense? They're averaging nine points a game over the last three. I, I think mean. they are. Yes, I I do think they are because I I think the spark that Hurts gave them I think is enough to kind of give them a little bit of mojo and put up some points. I think this is going to be an ugly game. I predicted 24 21 on the diehard Eagles podcast. And that is a score that makes sense to me. And you said it for the chiefs as a look ahead spot. It's certainly a look ahead spot for the saints who are looking ahead at home, big game yeah. against the chiefs. I, I agree that it, there, there's a potential look ahead spot, but I just breeze will be back for that game. It sounds like, and, and just the fact that they have a backup quarterback playing, I do think there's that extra focus that they, I, I wonder if there'll be the look ahead spot. And then I, I head over to the football outsiders where I pull up the DVOA and I just look at the offensive DVOA and I just worry that this team 31st, I know it's a different quarterback and yeah. all that. I don't think the passing offense is going to immediately improve. And I, I, I wonder it's be a run heavy game. For I just Eagles. wonder if, if the season could have been planned out better to not give Jalen hurts his first start against the best defense they're going to face all year. That that's what I would say about that. So no, I mean it's it's a good. I point. guess they'll face the steel. I mean Steelers Saints have the two best. I mean I believe uh, I'll I'll confirm this right now, Sean. But I believe the Saints are number two in DVOA for defense, and that's correct. And it's it's their second in rush, second in pass, 
Uh, they they're they're just as good as the Steelers, and, if, and that's what I would be worried if I was if, an Eagles fan. If they weren't playing the Eagles, Ryan, we would be all over the Saints going. You know what? We were wrong. We just gotta drink our medicine and no, take. Taysom you told Hill. me to take the medicine, and I'm gonna bet on Taysom Hill this week. Okay. You told me to take the medicine. I'm taking the medicine. Last of the afternoon spots: Washington and San Francisco coming off Monday Night Football. This game, Sean, is being played in San Francisco. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, can't actually play football uh, in Santa Clara, so this is going to be in Arizona again. San Francisco at uh, their new home, minus three, minus one seventy on the money line. Washington plus one fifty. Forty three is the total. Washington's defense is they—they they look like a defense, and yeah. I, I think. You know, obviously, Steelers have let teams hang around before, a la the Cowboys. But that was a performance, and if you're a football team fan, you are stoked right now because now you have a path to victory with Dwayne Haskins way off to the side. By the way, Dwayne Haskins tweeting positive things about Alex Smith—very confusing. <laughs> uh, but but I mean, this is the perfect scenario. You have a game. You have the ultimate game manager of this uh, of this millennial. I guess. And it's also a, you know, you get the the revenge spot. I, I don't know. This is a tough one for me because the Niners seem healthy and the Niners seem hungry, but they got their ass kicked last week. And, and I do wonder the Alex Smith revenge spot might be real. Alex Smith revenge spot. These teams are kind of two similar teams. And I think on a neutral field, if you're given Washington three, maybe even three and a half in some places, why not take Washington? Certainly, there is some concern. They did. They did seem to be smelling themselves a little bit after that's, that. That's the main concern. After that victory uh, against the Steelers, but was Dwayne Haskins taking selfies? <laughs> that Washington defense, I think, is just like you said. He's just good. Chase Young against Nick Mullins, yes, please. Now, no Antonio Gibson, that hurts. But they got the tight end going, and that San Francisco defense, like, what the hell happened against Buffalo? I mean, I liked Buffalo. Yeah. I tried to I tell everyone that I Buffalo that was a coming. lock, um, and I think in a weird way that may have been the dream crusher game for the 49ers. There was a little bit of like, mm. "Hey, we're getting it together. We're gonna go on this playoff run." What's their record now? Five and seven. Yeah, I, I think they needed one to game be, out of the wild card, just like the Giants and uh, football team, right? Yeah, I think they needed to win that game. Now they're back to back weeks in Arizona, so it doesn't. Maybe it feels a little bit more like a home game for them. There is a little bit of uh oh no, no rest disparity. They both played Monday night. I'm going Washington. I mean, these feel like pretty even teams. I'm, why not take the points? I understand the spread, I think. And and part of me wants to go back to the well cuz I think while the Alex Smith revenge spot is real and I think the Rivera like you you hired a grown ass co- coach and sometimes that's okay to do. Uh, and clearly they're getting better, but I'm going to leave two things. They just had a big win and there's definitely going to be a letdown spot. They're headed to the road. And the angle I'm going to lean into is I think the Kyle Shanahan revenge spot is actually bigger. Mm. And I think, well, but then uh, also like, what is the dynamic there? I would be, you've heard the stories about the shit that went down between his dad and, and Dan Snyder. Yeah. Like, I don't think it ended well. And I don't think he wants to d- leave any doubt in this one. So 
it's why I played Jordan Reed in my DFS lineup. Uh, I, I like Shanahan to figure it out against this Washington team coming off a big win. So I'm going to take back going back to the San Francisco. Well, I am a little worried about the line movement from five and a half to three, but uh, that being said, I just think the, the Washington football team, they're kind of rallying around Rivera. I, I like the back I like the fact they're getting, too. well, again, it's kind of a neutral field, but yeah, well, they're on the road. They're on the road for the second straight week. Uh, Sunday night. This is a, this is, you know, it, it's been a couple of weeks since the Sunday night game has been like primo television. And uh, you know, I, I just saw this Sean, but they flexed the giants Browns the Sunday night. That will be some primo oh television. God. Too bad Beckham's not out there. The Steelers also coming off Monday Night Football. That that shocking loss. The Miami Dolphins of 1970 were popping the champagne. I love how they have to point that out every time. <laughs> uh, they head to Buffalo, where the Bills are minus two and a half, minus 140. Uh, Pittsburgh plus 120. 46 and a half is the total. Wow. Okay. So this is the ultimate. Uh, suddenly now, now the bills get to play that big game. It's not against the Patriots this year, as much it is, as it is against the, uh, the yins from down South. I, I, why is this not three Sean? Mm, that's interesting. Well, I mean, I think the look ahead was what it was two and a half for Pittsburgh. So I don't like that line movement. However, Oh, man, third game in twelve days. That and was last week. No, this is their third game. No, la- I'm pretty sure last week was okay. Well, whatever. I'll I'll do the research while you're talking. Cole Beasley, though. Here's some Cole Beasley facts, Ryan. More yards than AJ Brown. More receptions than DK Metcalf. More yards per reception than DeAndre wow. Hopkins. More touchdowns. Then Julio Jones and more a hundred yard games than Tyreek Hill. It's Megatron. And he likes to be burped like a baby. He does. That was uh, that a was real fucking weird. weird. Well, to me, maybe he's friends with Rex Ryan in his Cole, personal life. Cole kind of going off. It was awesome for Cole Beasley. And and we always like sneaking him in DFS. He's, he's fun to play, but to me, it's more the Buffalo bills figured out a way to get their offense going without John Brown. Now, whatever, much like the Cowboys with or without Zach Martin, their offense was just tied to not having John Brown or having John Brown. And and this performance against the 49ers, while it could be a letdown spot, they are at home. Um and you know what? I, Pittsburgh was kind of playing with fire for a while. They're getting by, winning games that they probably shouldn't have. They're getting sloppy. They've had a case of the drops to the point that Mike Tylman, they asked him how to fix the drops. He said they can either catch the ball or get replaced by guys who will. Ben Roethlisberger isn't practicing. He's just not practicing. He's he hasn't really quite been the same since that Dallas game where he fucked up both of his knees. He's still dealing a little bit with that uh, elbow injury. (laughs) I mean, again, and and then you have Tomlin. You know, Big Ben on the road, road Big Ben. But you have Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger coming off a loss. It's it's a motivating spot. The sure. last point I'll I'll mention. Not only did they lose uh, Bud Dupree, but which it, matters. Which matters. If you've been following uh, Robert Spillane, they also mm. lost him, who is making a number of plays for the Steelers on that defense. Robert Spillane is a guy that I think could have gotten a turnover in this game. Like he's just a guy who makes big plays, and seeing yeah. him go down against the Washington Football Team, that was a big injury. I'm gonna take the Bills here. It's a big spot for them. They're putting on their big boy pants. 
And I think cold weather, 30 degrees, you got a case of the drops. It's not going to make it easier to catch the football. Now that the bills have Milano back at linebacker there, their um, rush defense isn't as porous. So I, I think this will be a good game, but I'm taking the bills. The hot take of all hot takes is that the uh, Pittsburgh uh, after Kansas city loses during the day, Pittsburgh realizes that it's not as important. Um, Ooh. I just look at the schedule. I mean, Steelers, Giants, Steelers, Broncos, Texans, Eagles, Browns. That's a good team. Titans, may, maybe a good team. Ravens, Cowboys, Bengals, Jags, Ravens, Washington. So it's not like they've been tested a ton. And yes, I was right, Sean. They played on the Wednesday of the second. They played on Monday the seventh, and now they're playing their third game in twelve days as they play on twelve thirteen. Uh, I just, you know, you you pointed out some explicit injuries. I just think that's a tough situation for a team like this to go through. And you know, I, I think if you look at the schedule the rest of the way, they have they still have the Bengals, the Colts, and the Browns. And so the schedule is getting tougher. Like you said, they're playing with fire. They could still land softly at something decent, like you know, twelve and four. I do think they're going to drop a couple more. I think they dropped this one in Buffalo. Uh, last thing I'll say. The the K metric uh, score for Josh Allen full investigation has been launched. We're opening up. We're looking for the results, and we're mm. opening up to make sure there was no uh, fraudulent uh, activity <laughs> with the scores because yes. uh, clearly this is not a guy that I want to go. They have not certified the results of his K metric test, so stay tuned. Well, I certified it at one point, but I'm willing. <laughs> I'm going back. Uh, the Supreme Court is making me look at it. I just, you know, I don't want to fade this dude right now. And that Pittsburgh team looks old and, and cold. You know, it's cold, a little no, bit of Pittsburgh wind. Is Pittsburgh, dude. Yeah, that's true. But they've been dropping balls there and they're dinking and dunking. They're almost, their offense is playing like a warm weather team. This huh, isn't see. these smash mouth, run heavy Steelers of, of previous. It's true. It's true. They, they have to throw the ball, which, but, you know, Josh Allen's the same way. All right, last up, Sean. Monday night football. The Baltimore Ravens coming off a game on Tuesday. They're playing Monday night in Cleveland. This is a pick'em. Forty-six and a half is the total. Uh, I mean, Cleveland's a good team, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean that we're living in interesting times, Ryan. I kind of, I kind of want. I kind of would make Cleveland favored, right? Like. I looked at the spread and I go, the Cowboys. Why, why is Cleveland not minus three? I mean, first off the rest disparity is big. A Tuesday to Sunday. That's that's with big. a team coming off COVID. They're dealing with a lot of COVID. They are getting some Dez guys retired back. Get, and then unretired um, because he got COVID and then he drank <laughs> some white wine. And he said he was fine. So uh, Ryan, this is a great stat. I pulled off Reddit. Ooh. The Browns are undefeated when they score more than seven points in a game. What? Yeah, I, I didn't actually check whether this was true or not, but look it up, I'm Ryan. Looking, I'm looking right now. I, I'm pretty sure it's true. It was on the internet, so it's got to be true. Okay, they lost thirty-eight to six against the Ravens week one. Revenge spot yep. for this week. They lost thirty-eight to seven to the Steelers. Yep. They and lost sixteen, 16 to, six. to six to the Raiders. Yeah. Well, hot damn. That is a fun stat. I, I just don't know why Baltimore's favored. Certainly, they've gotten Clayus Campbell back, helped out their defense a little bit. But we watched that game Tuesday against the Cowboys, and you look at the score, and you're like, "Wow, they kicked the Cowboys' ass!" But man, fourth they, and two, forty-yard run—that really—that was kind of the difference. Yeah, 
And really it's just, I don't know, man, we, you know, I was low on all the player props, all the, all the stuff that was bound to regress from last season because Baltimore really had the perfect season and they're just not having the perfect season. Cleveland defense, they have their issues, but certainly miles Garrett getting back has been huge for them. They, they did a pretty good job containing Derek Henry last week, uh, 15 carries, 60 yards. I think you're able to throw the ball on them on the outside and exploit some of those cornerbacks. But I don't know if Lamar Jackson is that guy. He's still kind of struggling the ball or struggling to just really light things up throwing the ball. He's certainly a good quarterback. I would keep him at quarterback this season, maybe transition to running back at some point. But this is, I mean, look, the, the, we shouldn't pretend like the Cleveland defense is, is world beaters, but. No. You know, it, again, it's a night game. It's going to be cold. I know Baltimore, whatever they have weather, but it's going to be in the twenties. Uh, it's going to be a cold game. And one of these teams, I mean, Nick Chubb rolling out there with no gloves and, and, and short sleeves long cock. One of these teams, I, I guarantee this Cleveland team is coming, coming ready for the war. I don't know if you saw that, uh, that celebration. Uh, when he when he threw the touchdown to I think it maybe it was Landry one of the receivers and he walked down the the receiver like someone rolls the carpet out and he's walking down the receiver and Baker who must have sprinted from like midfield I think it was the <laughs> yes. Peoples Jones he has this perfect silhouette uh, uh, slide camera like like he this team's ready like yep. uh, we learned from Jimmy V you you practice you practice winning a championship you practice cutting down the nets. They clearly practiced that celebration and they've been thinking about the ass beating that the Baltimore Ravens gave them all year. This team is equipped to win this game. Uh, I'm with you, Sean. They should be favored here. Uh, I think we're getting a, a little bargain here. I'm, I'm surprised they're not minus two and a half, just like the last game we picked. Let's go with Cleveland on Monday night. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm all over Cleveland here. It's uh, a lot yeah, of, I mean, lot of agreement. The thing. I'm a, I guess I'm maybe a little nervous about the line movement, but the it still didn't move enough for me. That's that's really the issue. All right, Ryan, time for the lock dog tease presented by mybookie.ag promo code SGP. Okay, Kramer, who's starting off first? What, you are. what are we doing? You are. Yes. You nailed your lock last week. You went first. I did nail my lock last week. All right. This is interesting because I feel really good about the games overall. But I, man, dialing in on what the lock is is getting a little interesting here. While I'm on the spot, I really like Indy minus three on the road against the Raiders. No, you can't lock that up. Why? Oh, I mean, you can. I'm not. It just feels like there's a lot of opportunities in front of us. You've been you've been preaching about the Anthony Lynn experience, but then you gotta <laughs> then you gotta lay points with Atlanta on the road. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Atlanta's broken. <laughs> or the Chargers are broken. Give me Atlanta minus two and a half. My only non conference road pick of the week. Although I really like Miami plus seven and a half. But can you really lock up against the Chiefs, Ryan? No. Uh, it's in consideration for me, but no, I, I think it is tough. I think it is tough because you're. Yeah, just, you know, Anthony Lynn sucks. I don't need to overthink it. All right, for my dog. <laughs> Number of dogs to choose from. Cincinnati, you could talk me into that. I'm gonna go big dogs. Let's go Minnesota money line. I like them to show. I, I like up. that. I like that pick. Uh for my tees. All right. Number of teases here. 
possibility. Seattle minus seven and a half. I think they take care of business. Green Bay down to two. And then the last leg of the tease. Do we throw, hey, you know what? Throw New England in there. 11 and a half. They're not <laughs> a team that gets blown out. New England plus 11 and a half. All right, Kramer, do it. Let's get something good going here. Oh boy. Well, I called it out already. I'm going to start with my dog. Give me Miami on the money line. As much as I want to wow. I, I thought about giving you the Patriots because So wait, you're taking Miami as your dog on the money line. Yeah. I'm going to save the lock to the end for my tease. <laughs> let me uh l- let me take the Packers down to 2. That one's uh, that you know that one's like so easy it's scary I guess. I get that. I get that. Let's take the mm. Mm. Let's take the Saints down to 1. I know you I'm I'm breaking your heart cuz you think you think you somehow have a chance. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Not worried. And then for the last leg of my tease, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Give me the Giants plus 8 and a half. <laughs> and for my lock, Sean, Joe Judge in this New hey, York football Giants team. All rise. This is a disrespectful <laughs> number. The defense is going to shut down Kyler. Freddie Kitchens is going to shut down Cliff Kitchens. And the oh new God. York football. I'm making us take this one this week, Sean. I love the I love the spread. Let's go. Wrong team favorite. All right, let's move on to the Capra Cup picks. What are we doing with the double, Ryan? Are we going to ride with my lock? No, let's. I mean, we should just fade Anthony Lynn until he gets yeah. fired. I'm Atlanta, okay with that. Atlanta minus two and a half. That's a good consensus lock. Uh, Giants plus two and a half. Sounds like we both really like Miami. Yeah. Plus oh, yeah. seven and a half. Uh, what are the other ones that we're in agreement with? Both uh, like Cleveland, <laughs> like Buffalo. A, do we want to go Cincinnati? Uh, we Cincinnati. like New England. If we want to fire on Thursday, this no, is, this that, is that the game's week. a little worrisome. Really? On Thursday. Yeah, a little bit. Buffalo. Buffalo, that's solid. Oh, since he since he's maybe in the mix. You don't want to do Indy minus three, Ryan. Yeah, fuck it. Indy minus three. Fuck it. Let's do and it. And then do we put Cleveland in here? Monday night? Get the W? It just feels like Cleveland's gonna be so up for this game. So is it between Cleveland and Although I I'll I you know I put Minnesota as my money line. Plus six and a half. How would how do you feel about Minnesota? I'm I'm okay putting that on there. I'm okay putting that on there. Go dog heavy? Hey, why not? And we the only the only well we have Indy minus three and Atlanta minus two. Giants plus two and a half, Miami plus seven and a half. And Minnesota plus six and a half. That feels like a good mix. Though. So we're not fading the Cowboys this week. I mean, I'm okay not fading the Cowboys. No, let's week. do it. Which one do we take off? Minnesota, because they they were your lock last week and they didn't come through. Yeah, punish them. Yeah, Cincinnati plus three and a half. My dog not making it on there. Although my straight up dogs haven't been amazing. You just got to follow my lock. Sixty two percent. You're welcome, America. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. Make sure you check out the let it ride show. The uh, sports gambling game show on the sports gambling podcast network feed. Check that out. 
Again, check out our uh, behind or better than Vegas. Apologies. Check that out. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. Send in those screenshots for the Thrive Fantasy Contest. Toss us a review so you can win some merch over on Merch Monday for the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. All rise. Kramer, let it ride. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.